What's up, Facebook family? It's Case of the Mondays, and it's been a busy weekend for us, of course. Um, Lacey's coming off of a, a whirlwind trip to Dallas, Texas, to Parker Lane, where you guys uh, downloaded a bunch of BDC members with some sales techniques. Tell me about what you guys, what do you think your number one giveaway was and what your takeaway from the weekend was? Our giveaway? Yeah, what did you what, do you, what was your favorite thing you gave them as knowledge this weekend? Oh, so that's 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 really hard. One of my favorite things I think that we talk about is the um, subconscious selling. So being able to control the subconscious conversation that goes on in your potential prospect or client's minds yeah. to make sure that you can get them through that sales process. So that's always a valuable um, component of understanding sales. I think mindset around sales is really important, really knowing um, that it's okay to be a salesperson as a service professional and being comfortable with it. And then last but not least, I will actually give you my tip for today since you brought it up. Oh, wow. Because we had a guest speaker there. Um, his name was Scott Doloff and he delivered some pretty dang powerful information. And it was actually my biggest takeaway. He um, runs a business that helps tons of martial arts studios and he has some programming like a software system behind it. And they keep track of a lot of different stats in the office. Mm -hmm. um, and he pretty much it boiled down to, listen, if you don't track it, you can't fix it, which I love because I'm a huge proponent of keeping stats in your office so you can understand the health of your business. But here's the tip, Tristan. Here is the tip. He was talking about different stats that they keep track of. And as you know, our BDC stat sheet is dialed in. It's pretty robust compared to a lot of other things out there. Freaking insane. Really, <laughs> what? It's insane, it's insane, but good, insanely good. It's like. No, but it's not good enough. That's what oh, I. wow. Yeah. I was like, wow, we are missing some valuable information in here. So one of the things, this is just one, there was three things I'm going to add into our Black Diamond Club stat sheet for 2020. I don't want to do it now because everybody will go nuts trying to figure it out, how yeah. to <laughs> transfer everything over. But um, he said you need to track your inquiries. So. Track your what? Your inquiries. So when people call, like an inquiry on the oh, phone. Yeah. Because the thing is, is we track when people schedule appointments, if they show up or not, if they convert. But what about all the people that call on the phone um, and they're just maybe not even a good fit or they didn't move into scheduling an exam? Oh, yeah. Imagine if you start looking at that number of potential touch points of people that have interest and then that's better, but your bed's not made. <laughs> well, my, my girlfriend's not home. So. Oh, well, that makes sense. <laughs> so it's cute. It's cute bed though. Um, so <laughs> uh, she does that. You know what? But I feel so bad for her when she goes away because she knows how destructive I. I am such. Look, I am who I am. <laughs> yes. Yes. No bones about it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, track track that number because if you're getting a lot of people calling in and they're not even scheduling an exam, something's falling apart on your 
telephone scripting, your pre-qualification process, the way that you handle objections. So that was a really important number that we're going to start tracking for sure in all of our offices and in Black Diamond Club. Powerful, powerful, powerful. Yeah, yeah it's huge. Um, and, and the feedback was great. And obviously the next thing that you guys have is, oh my God, Lita's going to kill me. <laughs> I am that... I will I will never hear the end of this as long as we're together. <laughs> this is definitely something. Thank you, Internet Gods, for today. Sorry, so, Lena. Yeah. So I'm I'm broadcasting from the bedroom because I had to plug into the cable because the Wi-Fi is acting weird. La la la. Anyways, um, next up is obviously money matters. Yep. And it's gonna be a different type of money matters because it's actually gonna be held in Miami yep. the day before we start summer camp. Yeah. And you know, the reason that we did that was because we wanted to make it as convenient for everybody to get both components. Can you imagine starting off summer, summer camp, getting your money mindset straight and then going into summer camp and learning all of those business strategies from experts from around the world to elevate your business while your money mindset's good? So number one, we created it so people in Black Diamond Club have the opportunity to go to Money Matters, anybody out there interested can go to Money Matters and just roll right into summer camp. It's one stay, it's one travel from what one travel, one airplane one ticket, one yeah. you know, train ticket. However, you decide to get there. Like you're not going to come to Money Matters on Thursday and not go to summer camp. Yeah, like, why would you? Yeah, exactly. That would be crazy. And why would you go to summer camp and not come to Money Matters? That's a really, that's a really great point too. <laughs> So, so, um, you know, uh, speaking of summer camp, we'll jump into this because, uh, we got stoned last weekend and, uh, you guys did the announcement, you and Sean did the announcement for, uh, Roger Stone, uh, going to be, we have two Rogers. We have both po polar opposites of each other. Yep. Uh, we have Roger Love and now Roger Stone. Uh, and, uh, it created some, it created exactly what we thought it would create, uh, some noise, Yes, uh, some people that absolutely 100% love it, um, as you and Sean love to talk about in BDC, uh, polarizing the sides, moving the sideliners to decide if they're a fit or not. And um, we definitely did some of that, right? Definitely. I mean, and I listen again, I can completely understand if from a political standpoint, you have an issue with Roger Stone. Fine. But to to have that be the reasoning why you wouldn't go to an, a, semi, a seminar that is full of two full days of tons of people that will help you expand, grow, think differently about business. Just don't go to his talk. I mean, it just to utilize that as a decision of why you wouldn't, you know, wouldn't attend something is beyond me. And outside of that, I mean, I got to be frank. You know, some of the most powerful things that you can learn for yourself as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, are going to be from people that you don't like, right? Yeah. Like, and if you can't get over that, like from a mindset standpoint, you're going to lose out on a lot of opportunity to actually grow so that you can take your service to more people. I learn things from all kinds of people, all walks of life people all over the planet, whether I like them or whether I don't like them, that doesn't mean that they're not knowledgeable and an expert in their field. So I don't know, get over it. 
Yeah, yeah, it's a really great point. And, um, you know, one of my mentors, John Sun Kim, told me when we were building out our software company years ago, and I was head of inside sales, the goal was to replicate me and replicate the numbers I was getting daily. Right. And we used to call them hat tricks because I was the king of hat tricks. I would land three clients a day, close three clients a day. Mm -hmm. And uh, the problem is, is we're in, it's, it's in the people business. And every software company is now... 10 years later, trying to get out of the people business, but they're going to fail and realize uh, this will come back to the tip of the week when I, when I yeah. share my tip uh, that people matter and Roger Stone, no matter what, if you, like you said, if you love him, hate him, whatever, he can bring something to the table. One of the things that John Sun Kim told me when hiring salespeople was because I, I did affinity and I still struggle with this is you want to like the people that you work with. One of his golden nuggets to me was you should not probably like the salespeople that you're hiring. In fact, they should annoy you and irritate you. <laughs> it's so, right. Um, salespeople do actually. <laughs> right. And that's what, that was his point. And, yep. you know, Roger Stone says, you know, I, 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 um, I can't requote, rephrase what he says, but he revels in people's hatred. And I also think there's something else to this. And it kind of, I, I had an epiphany this weekend. Um, you know, you, you know, branding's all about what other people make of you. We've always, you know, you can cultivate your own brand, but I really think Roger Stone's great because he said, look, as a young man, he was involved in the Watergate scandal mm -hmm. and from an early age, an overachiever, he was declared a trickster because of his association with Richard and his fondness for Richard Nixon. Right. So what gets me is that I think he took that on kind of similar to like when, when people are like, Oh, Tristan's a mess. He's this, well, obviously, but, uh, you know, he's, <laughs> he's, um, you know, I almost did, I almost go where they're like, well, if you're going to keep saying it, then I'm going to own it, you know, like, right. uh, and I think Roger does, that's why I have an attraction to Roger in a way, because he kind of owns what people make of him. And he's like, if you're going to dictate the story about me, then I'm going to leverage it. it and use it to right. my advantage. There's right. so much I think we can learn from him. I got questions in many groups, Lacey. And I'll just run down the list. I think that Roger's going to have major, major milestone, impactful uh, nuggets, conversation, thoughts on how we can combat our competitors in pharmaceutical companies, how we can uh, get more involved in lobbyists and, polit and politics for vertebral subluxation. This is for tick. For business owners, I think you are going to learn some of the best PR strategies, and they might make you uncomfortable at first. but. Hey. Yeah, listen, you know, one of his um, overriding strengths is that he has the ability to take somebody, someone, and take a message that may not be very popular and allow allow people to look at it in a, in a different way, in a different perspective, and make it popular. Um, there, I can't, I, I, I don't think there's any chiropractor out there listening to us right now that can sit there and argue with me that chiropractic overall is a popular message to all of society. So if that's the case, maybe we can learn something from him to bring what is not popular amongst the masses and bring it in front of more people. I think that's could be a very, very unique thing that we may not get from other people in the profession. Well, you might get it from this guy a little bit. He's, he's polarizing at, time, at times. And I promised him I'd get him out because he's got a very busy schedule today. But he's our special guest. We'll come back to the news later on. 
But uh, you know what? To segue into it, Dan got to experience probably the most uh, engagement of the Roger Stone announcement because his <laughs> either smart or dumbass decided to say, what do you think, group? <laughs> and he got a ton of feedback. So we'll start there, and then I want to talk about the next masterclass coming up, brother. But tell me about your thoughts because you gave a very poetic um, answer, I think, in your group. Yeah. Uh, can you guys hear me okay? Yes. Yeah. All right. I got a new, I got a new <clears throat> mic. I don't know if it's working. I like it. So, yeah, I put it out there. Um, and I got what I was expecting. Um, and I wasn't trying to be a provocateur. Mm -hmm. I wanted to start a conversation. Because I will tell you all this. And most people don't know. By the way, I can relate to Stone because I'm probably one of one of the most misunderstood and mischaracterized people in my industry. Yeah. I knew that going into it because if I'm going to tout sales and I wanted to rebrand this and it was a huge undertaking and it was my goodness, the amount of flack and shit I used to get from people about this were like, you're, you know, what are you crazy? All that stuff. Um, so I, I understand that. So when I put it out there, I understand where I'm coming from. Early on, when I realized and I said, I got to learn this thing called sales back in the early 2000s, the people that I learned from the most about sales was medicine, mm. was big pharma. Mm -hmm. The very people that I detested the most, okay, were the people that I was learning from the most. The contradiction to me at that point was overwhelming. Uh, and I had to make sense of it. Mm -hmm. So that's where it started. So when I learned from other people, and I, I, I kind of caught some of the early broadcasts, Lacey, and you made a great point. You're right. You can learn from anybody and anything. And it's your determination. It's up to you based on your philosophy, your own dogma, your value system on what to utilize for your own, your own purpose. Absolutely. And to get something and, and just disregard it altogether yeah. is I think it, it's irresponsible. Okay. Yep. And in today's world, oh boy, it's so important that we get into the perspective of our mass marketplace. Mm -hmm. And if we're not seeing the other perspective that the other, like, for example, like, uh, you know, Trumpism versus anti-Trumpism. Okay. <laughs> I want to see both. I, I want to see both. I have to see both. You know why? Because I know my community sees both. I have to see both perspectives. And when we're talking about sales, <clears throat> that is the essence of sales is how well can you get into the perspective of your marketplace and how quickly can you do it? And listen, folks, time is of the essence, okay? And this is not an old man talking. I still got a lot of years in me, but time is of the essence. We got to do this fast, mm -hmm. which is why I love what you guys are doing because there's a sense of urgency here. Like, guys, get this now, get this fast because you don't have time. Because before you know it, 15, 20 years goes by, and it'll be too late. And for some of you, it probably already is. Sorry. For the rest of you, it's not too late. We got to just step up and be responsible. Mm -hmm. And I've always said, sales is probably one of the most selfless, selfless things you can do. Because mm -hmm. what's more selfless than going out and seeing an, uh, an opposing paradigm so that you can figure out a way to increase your message? Yeah. And in terms of chiropractic, yeah, man, that's the, that's the message. I want to hear the good, bad, and the ugly. 
So mm -hmm. there's my diatribe, folks. Good morning. How are you guys Good doing? Good morning. And I love what you said there. And I think one of the things, because we taught our sales seminar this weekend, and I was I was actually looking up what are the characteristics of a good salesperson and what are the characteristics of a great salesperson and a great salesperson truly understands and believes a hundred percent that what they're doing is not really selling a prospect. They're helping them. Right. And that's exactly what you said. Like it's a very selfless thing to go out there and do that. And as a service professional, if you can change your mindset and your thought process about sales to realize that you're actually helping these individuals, first off, it feels a whole lot better. And then you can get a whole lot behind it. And I know that's what you guys do at Close for Cairo. You help so many people become better helpers through this sales process. And, and you're getting chiropractors to have closing rates, you know, unlike what's normal in the profession, you know, and the more people that we have the capacity to close, the more lives can be changed. Mm -hmm. And that's a great thing. That's the only thing, you know, it's the only thing, it's the only thing. I yeah. Mean, yeah. You're right, Lacey. You, you, you know, hit the nail on the head. It's, and, and then that's, that's, that's my purpose. I mean, like once I go, uh, I, I like to know that I made it. I made an indelible mark in people to accept the fact that real sales, not the the antiquated idea of sales of being a trickster or being something who's who's trying to persuade someone to buy something <laughs> uh, that they don't want or they don't need. Right. You see, you know, that's the antiquated old school paradigm of sales. Right. That and, car you know, sales. Isn't it so? Suit. Yeah. Isn't it so funny though when we. When I put uh, the idea that, you know, you have to adopt a new paradigm to, to my colleagues and they are so violently opposed to this. These are the mm. same people who are inundated with their communities that are so violently opposed to that, the chiropractic paradigm. And right. that type of contradiction really irks me. And this is one of my issues is that I'm asking you to accept a different paradigm, just like you're asking your patients yes. to accept a different paradigm, like WTF folks, right? Yeah. Give but me a break. Obviously, Dan, and I'd be remiss if I didn't mention today, I didn't realize until I saw a post earlier, it's the anniversary of the passing of uh, obviously an individual that's very important to you, important to your tribe, uh, important to the future still, mm -hmm. his impact uh, of, of sales. And, and now today, so I'm talking about Dr. Barry Anderson, obviously passed away a couple, uh, it was three years ago now yep. today. Um, so sending light, love and light out there for that. Um, you guys built something three years ago where you were vilified. Um, in many different ways, but now in the last couple of months, we're seeing a lot of people using your shit. <laughs> yes, I, I like it. Yeah, it's a good thing. Yeah, I really like so it. So, uh, why should people be coming to the masterclass versus the copycats? You know what? Um, I'm going to answer this differently than most people might think. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I'm going to preface this: is you're right, Tristan sales and closing is starting to pick up a little bit of steam here yeah i love that that was my that was my purpose going forward the fact that we have copycats doing it uh, it, it helps me yeah. it, it validates my thing it's like being on the same corner with a mcdonald's and a wendy's if i'm a burger uh, a new burger shop you know what i'm saying yeah. it validates you know the fact that this is something that we absolutely need so frankly i just want someone to go somewhere because what that means is they're saying, 
I accept that this thing called sales is a thing. I accept that it's not something bad. And I accept that this is something that I have to work on and learn technically, emotionally, philosophically, like any other subject matter that I am supposed to have deemed learned. Right. And if that happens on a grand scheme without Closer Cairo in the picture, do you understand? I'm okay. I'm okay right. with that. Okay. Ultimately, um, when someone goes to a sales training, and I'm sure, Lacey, this uh, this past weekend, you get the same. Once they get that, now they start to develop a taste for different types of sales training. And once they get there, hey, sorry, we're it. So I'm just going to say it right there. We're the best. So yeah. in terms of how they we're, we're going to deliver it, they will start to see that. It's kind of like a, my first car was a, um, a Cutlass Supreme station wagon <laughs> in white. I love that fucking car because of the fact that it was my first car. I right. didn't know anything about cars, right? So to getting into the automotive industry was a very humble beginning. Thank God for that Cutlass Oldsmobile. You know why? Right? Because now I've developed a taste for vehicles. Now I'm looking at uh, a, a 16 911 GT3. Mm -hmm. And the only reason I got here is because of that friggin' rust bucket. <laughs> I've developed a taste for it, okay? So I want everyone to go somewhere to get introduced to sales training general. You want to go to Grand Cardone, fantastic, love it. Mm -hmm. You want to go, uh, you want to go uh, uh, read uh, Brian, Brian Tracy and Zig Ziglar, which is where I started, fantastic. You want to go with, straight with us, great. You want to go with other guys, great. All it's telling me is that you all agree that sales is a thing. Yes. That's what I got to say about that. I love it. It's a great so answer. Next upcoming masterclass is uh, April 5th and 6th in Chicago. You guys can go to closeforcairo.com. Lacey is the only one who's not attended that. Me, Sean, and obviously you run it. Uh, no. Lacey, what questions do you have? If you're the, 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 the curiosity cat inside you, what would that be about masterclass? If you've never, if you have one question about masterclass to ask Dan, what would that be that you don't know about? No, well, I would say what, when you guys go into that class, what is the one thing that you hope that every person in that class will walk away with? Okay. The one thing, uh, I think the one thing I, I, I think I said it in a, in a roundabout way is it, when they leave there, I want them to know that sales is not esoteric. It's not something people are born into just because you're charismatic and persuasive by nature. Mm -hmm. It's not only for people who are good looking mm -hmm. uh, like Lacey and Sean. It's not only uh, for anyone who is super smart. It's for anyone. In other words, that they leave there and they realize, holy shit, I can do this mm. because it follows yeah. an algorithm or a or, or, or as Sean likes to say, a what's his word? Uh, a matrix, right? He loves that word. Yeah. A matrix, or it follows some type of, you know, program, a strategy, whatever that's very consumable for the average doc. Okay, and when I say average, I, that's really important. The average doc. We're not looking for the people who are barely, you know, paying their bills. They frankly don't make it to our stuff. I'm not right. looking for only the people who have four or five million dollar practices because most of them they come in, you know, changing anything would hurt them. I'm talking mm -hmm. about the rest of us, okay, I, and, and I say us because, you know, that middle bell curve is who I'm looking for. Um, so when they leave there, they say, oh, I get it. This is yeah. what I have to do, and it's measurable, and then I can keep doing it over and over again. No, no matter the amount of new business that I'm getting, slow new patient months, 
large new patient months, ultimately at the end, I'm going to have maximized re my return on every marketing opportunity that I had set forth prior to that. Mm -hmm. Can I just say that that was the most beautifully structured sales answer you could have given? Because <laughs> what I know about people out there, I know you guys listening, I know what you think, and there is a lot of fear around sales that you can't do it. You're never going to be good at it. And what Dan just said is that that's a lie. That's a limitation that you've put in your own mind. That's a paradigm that you're living in that's not true. And so this is for you. Don't think that it's not. And so check out clothes for Cairo if you're that person that says, I can't do it because you can and they're going to teach you how. I love it. Thank you, Lacey. Closeforgyro.com to get your tickets to Masterclass registration April 5th and 6th. Also, it's going to be bell ringing time come TickEvent.com because BDC versus C4C round three ding. Is, is happy at the Berkshires. And ironically, that ding just came in at the same time. I know. That was weird. I thought you did that on purpose. No, that's, that, that's my girlfriend bitching at me about the bed right now. So... <laughs> <laughs> so um, I want to ask, what team am I on? Oh, that's tough. You're like that's Switzerland. Right. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we need someone in the middle. And only way, only reason that I uh, that we won at um, mini camp in St. Louis is probably because Lacey wasn't there. So I'm going. <laughs> I'm going prepare, woman. I'm, I'm, I'm going. Coming for you, Dan. Let's go, man. Let's go. On, hey, but, let's do this. Hey, but check this out, though. I, I do want to say this. Is you know what I love is. I love who people and places and things and other companies, et cetera, that, that, uh, that don't have a problem saying, I don't agree with X, Y, and Z. Because right. let, let's be frank here, Lacey, um, what you and Sean are doing is, is different than what I am, me, myself, Jen, and Sean are doing, right? Absolutely. And we have differences. <laughs> there's, there's, there's conceptual and, and, um, core differences in why we do what we do, right? Mm -hmm. And the fact that we're actually embracing that and having a debate, like two <laughs> professionals, professional right. groups, for the benefit of the audience, because we want them to think, think just as critically as we are about it, mm -hmm. okay? It's a beautiful thing, as opposed to mudslinging and all the BS that we usually do in this profession, which is why at the Berkshires, we're going to do that, right? Absolutely. And we're going to debate it, you know? And, you know, in the end, I'm not going to convince you of anything. You're not going to convince me of anything because we are just set in our ways and we're fine with that. Yeah. But the benefit comes to the audience where they see the fact that, hey, you know what? I got to have an effing reason to do what I do. I, I can't just do it because people, someone told me, my, my 1984 coach, I right. got to do it because like, there was a reason for it. Okay, I like what Lacey and Sean said about this. I like what Dan and Jen and Sean said about this. Like, where do I stand? That's really the purpose of this, which is why this BDC versus sales uh, versus close for Cairo thing, which is Tristan, your brainchild, is, yeah. was, was absolutely, is actually absolutely brilliant. Yeah, and I got to say, um, what I love about it is, is there is different ways that we teach, thing, teach things and, and way, different ways that we think about it, but there's no one right way mm -hmm. for anything. And individuals sitting in that audience, listen, they need to hear both ways and be able to put them in together in a, a environment that's truly authentic to them and the people that they serve. That's what makes powerful chiropractors. That's what makes successful chiropractors. And the one thing that we wholeheartedly agree on that 
I mean, and I know this about you guys is that that's all we want. Mm-hmm. We just want more successful Kairos, Kairos out there helping more people because that's what this is all about. And we're going to come to Berkshire's and we're going to have a good time. And we're going to talk about some ways that you can be that chiropractor to become more successful, be more comfortable in sales and get your service to more people. So come check it out. It's going to be a fun time. Oh, fun time, fun time. I can't wait. Might be a run. I'm hearing rumor on the street there might be a run in from the Fubal Vision Elite team. Just FYI. Uh, a little NWO music playing as they enter. Guys, get to the next masterclass. Closeforcairo.com in Chicago, springtime, April 5th and 6th. We'll see you there. Dan, thanks for giving us some time today, brother. Thank thanks, you, guys. Dan. We'll see Appreciate you then. You. I'm trying to boot him, but it's not working. So that was awesome. <laughs> Dan, you can just exit exit out and see if that works. <laughs> All right. I'll see you guys later. Be live is like, you guys are so good. We're going to keep you on. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, well, I don't know why it's not working right, but it's, it's super weird today. Um, so we'll be kind of weird like this. We got a couple more minutes cool. left anyways. Yep. We ran over there. But, um, yeah, I'm getting some. I'm getting some heat from the from the GF. I'm gonna I'm gonna pay for this this show and this bet off like this for a long time, guys. Honestly, though, Lena, if you're out there listening, it's an unmade bed, but the rest of the room looks really clean, and it shows how cute your style is. Just saying, <laughs> I like that bed set. So um, we were gonna get to some news. Probably I have to knock this over to some other time, or maybe an overtime somewhere down the road. Amazon, the vaccine issue was a big buzz topic this weekend as well. Uh, and uh, Halifax chiropractor got uh, had to declare themselves mentally unstable, Lacey, uh, for um, for talking about vaccines. And it's getting deep in Canada. We've talked about this a lot in the show. But um, I will uh, – I, I, if you have any – did you read about any of those stuff? Did, is there yeah. any thoughts you had? I just – so you know what uh, – Lena. <laughs> I love you, Lena. <laughs> um I got to tell you what came up for me when I read that. And, um, you know, Billy Chow is staying with us for uh, the next month, essentially, as he's out here from Australia, I guess, until Berkshire's the next three weeks. Um, But, you know, Sean and I, as you know, have spent a lot of time in Australia. And uh, the same stuff that's going on in Canada is the same environment in Australia about what you can and cannot say and the scope of chiropractic. And for some reason, when I read that, it was just a reminder for me of, you know, number one, like in the United States, we really do have that freedom of speech where we're allowed to talk about a lot of things that in other countries is just not something that you can do. Um, Canada, they're not allowing that. Australia, they're not allowing that. And I think that it's just a lesson for us to just make sure that the way that we're delivering our opinions doesn't put you in a position like that because right now we do have the freedom to do that but Canada did it at one point as well and Australia did at one point as well and we just got to be careful like you just got to be careful the way that you tell people it's not a this is what you do it's a this is my opinion and that's what yeah. I kept thinking you know what I mean like the, yeah. your delivery in that it can't be a I'm giving you advice on how to do this. It's this is my opinion and what I believe and what I've found, right? So it's languaging. Just be careful with your languaging. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, I look at what happened in California and the rep that pushed Amazon this week, and I say, 
that bot yeah you know look it's 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 unfortunate because i look at it as a freedom of speech thing i look you know government's Definitely. not getting involved because you know the movement is happening and and there's 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 a pro and con to that the movement's happening but it's it's happening almost so fast one two it's so vocal and it's so aggressive against and that's the anti and i think we got to change you just said something key about language i think you know like jack borla says happy birthday jack borla happy um, birthday jack uh you know uh i'm pro i'm pro informed consent i'm pro information i'm pro vertebral subluxation i'm not anti anything and i and and right. um anti turns it it, it completely changes paradigms uh, we got Sean somewhere around there wanting us to tell about Billion Dollar Mission is coming up at Tick Event uh, as well. I know you guys dropped it a little bit deeper at the sales workshop. Um, it's going to be a, a, a strategy that's – you don't have to worry about being anti or pro anything. You're just going to make money and help support Billion Dollar – what does that say? It's my shirt, Billion Dollar Mission. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> uh, so we're excited about that. Uh, real quick, my tip of the week. Uh, last week, I got to spend uh, a, a, an evening with Albert uh, Albert Santello. Uh, he was a former co-founder of CareCloud, which is one of the largest EHR companies. Now he's the uh, founder of 8Base, which is uh, a uh, basically an acceleration developer tool, app, technology, system, platform to help people build software faster and cheaper and better. And uh, we're going to see this market kind of bloom. It's an $8 million market, I believe, right now. And by 2022, it's going to be a $25 million market. Um, and Albert had an a interesting thing to say about uh, one of the things that he's getting from venture capitalists is in software as a service, it's all about the freemium. The freemium gets you in, and then you want to upgrade. You want to get more. I want to get more, and I want to use more. But one of the things he said was uh, that VCs are, are quantifying in data, and I want to bring this back to chiropractic, is um, that they're seeing 400% conversions on a person to freemium conversion, meaning what that is, is I'll give you an example. Let's say you're running an event for a free workshop or event and you run ads and you run leads to that event, it's a free event. Well, they see a 400% conversion rate if you attach a sales rep or a person to be a consultative close on a freemium. Now, that might sound counterintuitive because what could a salesman make on that? But they're figuring that out, ways to uh, quantify and reward sales reps in the SaaS space. I see it too. I see it too in events that we run. We're running a similar kind of model with our summer camp lead gen. Um, but um, it, it just tells me that people aren't, are still important, even with technology, number one. Number two, people need handholding, no matter what it is. I almost, I used to say 50 to $75 used to be the consultative price point. I'm now going to say what, what after Albert taught me this weekend, even free is now consultative. Interesting. Good tip. I like it. How can you utilize that in your business? Think about that strategy. Love it. Uh, we will be at Berkshires in three weeks. Chickenbed.com. Uh, uh, me and Sean will be at uh, Reno for Chiropractic Rocks. Chiropracticrocks.us, uh, I believe, is that. And uh, get your tickets to come to summer camp April 15th, guys. The date is uh, when the price increase happens. We haven't even started yet. We we just we just rocked some waves recently. You're not <laughs> Right. Seriously, get on board before the prices go up, though. I'm telling you, you're going to be sad that you didn't take advantage of this opportunity. 
because we have got a killer lineup for you. Killer lineup. And I want you to, this is, listen, this is a chiropractic event. This is, a, this is an event for chiropractors. That's who we want there, but it's not a chiropractic event, if that makes sense. Yeah. This is a business event. This is a grow yourself as an entrepreneur event. So listen, if you're on the fence and you're looking to grow your business and grow your entrepreneurial skill set, this is the event for you. For you. Beautiful. See you guys.